On the Record with Gavin Riley. Sunday morning at 11. Brought to you by PwC, a dedicated private business team built around you. It all adds up to the new equation on News Talk. Now, you may have seen some uh, reporting in the last couple of weeks about some initiatives to set up a new political party. Uh, you might characterise it as a, a farmer's party. I'm not sure everyone would. Or you might characterise it as a party explicitly set up to defend rural interests. Uh, one of the people behind that idea is the independent CD for us, Common Galway, Michael Fitzmaurice, who is with us on the line. So, too, is the Green Party senator and spokesperson for rural development, Roisin Garvey. And, Roisin, I'll start with you first because you have taken some issue with uh, the framing of rural Ireland by Michael Fitzmaurice and his colleagues. Look, I think fair play to Michael if he has the, the nerve to start a new party. That's a very brave thing to do. Uh, you can't knock any man for having the courage to do that. It it does seem to maybe have a quite narrow view of what rural Ireland is and, you know, to look, looking to the past rather than acknowledging that the world is changing and we need to prepare to adapt to that. Like, I think we have done a lot for rural Ireland since we got into government uh, as a government and as a party. But um, I'll always listen to Michael Fitzmaurice. In fairness, he's a very intelligent man. He makes some good points, but I will challenge him on some points as well because, you know, climate change will affect rural areas just as much as urban areas, and we can't pretend otherwise. Okay. And, like, I, we are personally committed to a vibrant rural Ireland that is both economically prosperous for farmers and everybody who lives in rural Ireland but we have to stay in touch with nature as well. Okay, well, let's bring in the Michael on that because Michael, as I said, is with us as well. Michael, do you want to maybe start by uh, just addressing what Roisin's put there and just g- give us your definition of what you mean by rural Ireland? No, first of all, good morning, Gavin, and good morning, Roisin. Um, the f- well, first thing I think that needs to be made clear is um, Roisin talked about the past. I don't think farmers would be the past. We need farmers over the of the week. We need people to live in rural Ireland. Um, and in actual fact, um, Roisin talked about uh, certain supports for rural Ireland. I was the person that in the CAP, um, in the Acres, and in the Organic that actually would welcome that and support the government, which is very unusual for an opposition TV to do. Um, but what I am talking about is the likes of Makra living in the past when the other day, not Michael Fitzmaurice or anybody else, they walked um, from originally where they started years ago because of the uncertainty for them as young farmers, be it in housing, be it in the line of the farming, the different types of farming that they do. And um, is it living in the past that today, unfortunately, um, and in, over the last three years, that even if you want to tick the box for the climate, and if you want to, if a farmer wants to sow trees this minute, um, there's an actual fact, Gavin, uh, you can't apply for a license to sow trees um, or get a license because there's no scheme there at the moment. Okay. And this was announced six or seven months ago. Uh, okay. Um, let, 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 ways you can, no, but let me, let me just be clear. I'm not against doing things. I want to be very clear on that. Um, there are ways of bringing people with you. In my belief, if every farmer under 50 acres this minute could get a license and ask to plant an acre of trees and from 50 to 100 keep going up, you'd get about 20 times what uh, would be the requirement in one year, if you mm. want, the 8,000 okay. hectares is the target. But in actual fact, 2023 will now go down in record since records began of the worst year ever um, of trying to, uh, of the, the amount of hectares 
of three plants. Okay. On well, top of that, no, it's, sorry, Michael, just inter- interrupt you just for, for a minute because okay. no, I, I will let you come back just for a second. But because but you've just raised the issue of tree planting there, and obviously that's very much tied up into the government's own plans for trying to cut t- carbon emissions when it comes to the use of land. And, well, and it's definitely a, a significant thing. And I'll get Roisin to offer her response to that in just a minute. But just going back to my original question of how you define rural Ireland, the people that you would hope to represent, or the territories that you'd hope to advocate for in this new party that you're working on, what is your well, definition of rural Ireland? Ireland of Dublin, because if you look at um, um, the reason I say that is, I don't know how inner city Dublin works. I'm not qualified to go talking about parts of Dublin that I know nothing about and I, and it would be wrong of me to do that. When I talk about rural land, I talk about small villages, towns, I talk about the rural hinterland, it's, it's a, you know, you talk about the farmers, you talk about business communities, you talk about people that are travelling to and from work, you're talking about, and, and May I say, in my opinion, it's one of the greatest places ever you leave. But what we need to do is have certainty for the future, and especially, look at the facts there, 14 billion comes out of our agricultural sector, is generated for this country, but we're damn glad of it um, in mm. 2009 or 10, um, with the country is a wall. Um, we need to make sure, and, and I'm all for sustainability, we need to make sure that we do that uh, well, um, but on top of that, we need to make sure that we have farmers knowing where they're going. At the moment, they don't know whether they should build that shed or not build that shed. They don't know what banding is going to do, okay. what nitrates is going to do, what their future is. And, and you know what? And is, is all of that to the suggest then, Michael, that, that, that no, no one else is representing them? That if, if you want them to be represented, well, if, you don't believe anyone else is? Those, if you talk to those people, they feel that they're left behind. That's, the, that's what they say. This isn't me saying that. I'm talking about what they're saying. Small business people, you know, the different sectors that is involved okay. in putting your rural Ireland right. together. And, 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 and that's the view okay. that we're getting. Uh, well, Roisin Garvey is, is a spokesperson for rural development for one of the coalition parties. So, Roisin, your response to what you've just heard from Michael? Yeah, I, I, I can kind of hear what he's saying in some ways, but I mean, uh, everybody outside Dublin isn't rural either, that's for sure. And a lot of people who live in rural Ireland aren't farmers as well, just to clarify. Yeah, um, secondly, just to make the point uh, that I had um, members of Mac- I met the Macra, the firm of people in Leinster House. I've met them several times in Clare. I had Ma- Munster Macra on my family farm for a tour and I've supported their events. I helped them promote all their events. I helped them recruit people for their macro. So I'm all, I'm all about young farmers, just to be clear about that. And they are not stuck in the past, and I never said they were. Uh, secondly, the forestry situation, you're right, it is a mess. And Pippa Hackett was handed that mess, and she, got, she went from two ecologists in the department, which was a big reason for the blockage, to 22 ecologists, because we need the ecologists to suss, suss out the licensing. And, and you're, right, but, she but, made, but, you're but, right, she made an announcement several months ago, in November it was, and that will see new premiums for planting trees between 46 and 66 percent higher than the yeah, old ones. Yeah, so, so, then, so well, why, why are people unable EU, to do that then? We're just waiting for EU approval, and that's supposed to come in the next month or two. We, we would have had that the first week in office well, if we had a chance, but unfortunately we are in the EU. Okay, Michael? Just to be clear, in the next month or two, and you could be right, Roisin, Mm. The, but the actual, the, the official application hasn't gone in from Ireland as yet. It, it is ready to go, is my understanding. That will take two months. You don't plant the trees, and you know this, um, in June or July. You don't plant trees in June or July or August, actually. Mm. So what we will be left with is um, two to three months maximum, but, and that's providing that you can get a license. Okay. This is going to go down on history. 
that the worst year ever and that no one tell me it won't. Which is difficult then, Roisin, for you to tolerate if you are a Green Party that not only is responsible for making sure that we meet our emissions targets, but also has the forestry brief right now. Yeah, uh, my father, he's waiting for his license as well. So I, I understand the frustration. But look, the thing is, when it does come in the next couple of months, we will have higher grants than ever before and farmers will benefit more than anybody else because they'll be receiving 20-year premiums. And that will help young people to know, to know that they will be able to do that. Okay. And there is a backlog, but that's the Department of Agriculture. That's yeah, not the Green Party. The, only thing, Roisin, the, first, uh, the only thing Pippa Hale has done since she got into the Department is try and sort out the mess. Yeah, okay. You know, Roisin, you know, and I know, as, um, over, and yes, the grants have been, are the proposed grants that are being increased. And yes, I agree with you. I don't disagree. But you know that the bus has gone by all that at this stage for the simple reason. Have a look at what rented land is making around the country. And people are doing seven-year leases and 10-year leases and tax-free. And I know the forestry is tax-free in fairness. Would you look at what a person that doesn't have to tie their land down can get per acre now or per hectare or whatever way we want to talk about it. The bus has gone on to another stage and I think it'll be tough then. Let me, let me just try try to broaden the conversation a little bit. And uh, Michael mentioned that the mucker marching. You mentioned Roisin that you've met you've had Munster mucker on your farm that you met them in Leinster House. Is there anything that the mucker marchers this week were looking for that you or the Green Party would disagree with? No, no. I I, I met I had a good chat with them actually, and um, they didn't say a bad thing about the Green Party actually. And um, they were saying they want to know what's happening. You know, and they. I mean, I know it's it's hard to get plan permission to build a house. It's it's hard to get the money you need if you want to go solar. Now there's good grants there now for solar, better than we've ever had before. Um, it's it's farming is going to change unfortunately, and it has to change. And and the biggest challenge to farmers is actually the unpredictable weather patterns because of climate change. And we see huge land loss because of increased flooding, because of the unpredictable unpredictable weather patterns. And the quality of rain has changed. It falls heavier and faster and floods more land. And I suppose that's one of the concerns I've grown up with. And see the land change. I, I live in the family farm. I've lived here nearly all my life. Mm. But do you, do you think that that focus on climate, do you think that that's a retort to Michael or the new movement that he's trying to lead? No, no, I don't think he's against climate change at all. I, I, I think both me and Michael are on the same page and lots, lots of things. But I, I do think, you know, I, I'm just defending the Green Party in some ways and we're the ones that are saying this is happening. Climate has changed. So unfortunately, farmers are under threat. And I, if, from Kansas and North Clare, the most rural constituency in Ireland where I got elected there three three and a half years ago, it was from listening to farmers that I was compelled to fight more for more funding for smaller farmers. I mean, you see a huge, I have a huge issue with the fact that I see animals uh, in farms, in small farms like we have myself and Michael, where they have, they have a good quality of life, they have um, amazing quality grass, and yet they're getting to pay the same price as the, the big, big farmers mm. of the East, where the farmers, the cattle don't see the light of day. And like that's an issue we should both be fighting on together and, and challenging that and, and the price they get paid. And why isn't the recognition of the quality of the meat? And that's something the Green Party have always said. Okay. We've got good quality meat and good quality milk coming from small farms and it's not being appreciated uh, financially. Michael, on a broader sense, the, this new party that you're, you're looking at trying to set up and then have it ready to contest the next general election, whenever that might be, how would that be fundamentally different from the rural independent group, which uh, they might argue represents a lot of those same interests? Well, first of all, I haven't seen any document from them. Um, I don't know what they're putting down to get in it. Um, and I would be interested in seeing it, of course. Which would be great if, if it was very uh, compatible. Yeah. Would you be open to a collaboration if they were? Well, why are you all open to talking to everyone and sitting down with everyone? God, like, that's that's what you always have to do. No more than um, if Roshan is a good idea, if I had, even though if we're coming from two different sides, 
you always sit down and talk to everyone. One thing I want to get back to that I just want to mm. uh, make sure that it's noted. Um, there's, you know, a proposal in Europe, and in actual fact, the commissioner was in the SEG committee for us um, in relation to nature restoration law, and Roshi will be well familiar with this, where, you know, agricultural grain peat, and there's actually the EU Gavin gets grants in the issues for farmers to sh- what we call shoreland and the farming on it. Um, and now there's a proposal that 70% of all of that would be um, rewetched by 2050. And there's a there's a fact here, and I don't think anyone can deny it, that most of that ground is from the top of Donegal, jump a few bits down along the west coast, probably parts of Limerick, where there'd be fairly some goodish land, or parts of East Clare, Russia, they'd know that better than I would. I'd know the hinterland around the west of Ireland, and out as far as actually Offaly and parts of there. But if that comes in um, in its present format, and, you know, I have a problem, and I said it straight out, Minister Ryan said he supports it fully um, when we had a debate in the Dáil. I can see that decimating. And it didn't, you know, mm. it will always be said we'll pay the farmer. And the, fine, okay. right? They'll say they'll pay the farmer. Well, what about the community around us? That's what you have to watch. Right, and, so, the, and the, and the, and the but 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 th- that sounds like Michael. With respect, that sounds like you have some concerns about how a scheme is going to operate that's coming from the EU. And if the Irish government no, shares, scheme, first of all, it's not. It's, it's the nature of restoration all that's being put together at the moment. But in actual fact, all ministers have an input into it. Okay, but but that that's the the point I was going to make though. If ministers have an input into it and they're able to relay those concerns that you're raising, then then what's the value or the purpose of having a new separate movement to do so? Well, first of all, they have said that there wouldn't be that they agree with what the EU is doing. So obviously, they're not relaying our concerns. Okay, Russian government. Just come in on that. Like I know what he's talking about. That that was an academic um, report that was produced um, around land use by 2050. Uh, and that's no, an independent no, 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 study, no. and does, it doesn't represent the government policy. And Mike, I, 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 I can tell you with the hands of my heart, sorry, can, I just, can I just finish? Any yeah, any rewetting okay. of peat soil will be voluntary, and farmers will be paid. So, like, there's nobody saying, sorry, lads, we're taking your land off you, and we're going rewetting it. But he's that's had, literally but, not happening. But Mike has been putting out the point that you also have to do something to try and address the community around, that it's one thing to make sure the farmer is compensated, but that there's a community that's dependent on that. Absolutely, but I mean, we've done loads for community already. Look at look at the the rural digi hubs. Look at the solar. Look at the acre scheme. That's a that's a results based scheme for farmers. Look at the investment in uh, uh, local transport. We have a new local bus, a local link service. One one new one every week in Ireland for the, for this year and last year. So you know, I just think we're trying to get the the derelict and the vacant homes grant. That's been a massive thing. We've had ninety of them in Clare alone. I've seen houses on streets in our villages and towns turn into homes again. I mean. You know, I, I just don't think that it's, it's fair to say that the yeah, government yeah. haven't been doing anything for communities. Okay, well, uh, I, I need to try and wrap up, so I'm going to give a final word to each of so you. First of all, uh, Roisin, your, your thoughts on whether there is a, an untapped market being met by Michael and the party he's trying to build or whether you think it's already addressed? Um, there's there's a lot of noise around that, but I'm not sure if the narrative is actually true or is it is it the volume of the noise or is it, is it the volume of the people because I think a lot has been done for rural Ireland I, I, I'll always take on more more for rural Ireland because that's my, my number one focus but I mean there is people are also sick about this divide because people who live in Dublin or Galway or Limerick they also most of them come from rural Ireland as well so I think we're much more connected than that that's world division that we see going on now in this narrative and I, I don't think it's a good narrative to go down Okay Michael the, the market that you're the demand that you think is unaddressed that you're trying to look at and, and when you might hope to have this and running? At the moment, I feel that the likes of Fianna Fáil one time were what we would call um, the 
Middle Ireland's representative, small farmers' representative, and Fine Gael were basically the, maybe the more bigger farmers or whatever. And um, there's a lot of people feel that they've abandoned them. And um, I think that there's some of those people, a lot of those people um, are sort of reluctant to cast the vote for the likes of them. And um, they don't want to really cross the bridge the whole way. So I think that they might uh, be very happy to have something new that should grab them by the hand and, halfway. And when, when, if, if this does proceed, when would you hope to have the whole thing signed and sealed? It's as simple as this. It was an election, and, and I'm being brutally honest here because I don't, in fairness, uh, the likes of Washington, we, we talk straight out. If this, if it was an election after a budget, well, game over, you're not going to be ready. Well, <laughs> fair enough, yeah. Well, I suppose let's, let's, uh, let's see what might happen in the, in the next six months and how quickly you might get it going. Uh, we're out of time, so we'll leave it there. Thank you both very much for joining me on the record this lunchtime. That's Green Party Senator Roisin Garvey, who's the party spokesperson on rural development, and the independent TD for us, Common Galway, Michael Fitzmaurice. Uh, text and tweets. Colin says, I'm from Dublin and I'd vote for a rural party. It's so obvious that the Dublin-centric government have left rural Ireland behind. And Jer, who says he is outside of Dublin, uh, says that Michael would have his vote if he sets up a party at Mar- Morrison Kildare says, why would anyone need a licence to plant trees at all? Uh, red tape is strangling all activity in this country. Uh, and Mary in Galway says, what am I missing? I thought the purpose of a farm was to produce food, not to manage forests. Won't get into the full nuts and bolts of it, but broadly speaking, the government wants to try and reduce the carbon emissions that come from the use of agricultural land and growing of livestock is a major contributor to that. So the government wants to incentivise farmers to grow trees on their own land instead of using it for livestock. But that is something that farmers are now finding very difficult to achieve. On the record with Gavin Riley, Sunday morning at 11. Brought to you by PwC, a dedicated private business team built around you. It all adds up to the new equation on News Talk.